0: Chapter 4 Welcome to Warlocks and Workouts. In the last chapter, you tracked the mysterious warlock Grismond to his hidden quarters and stole a gemstone so big and valuable it could set you up for life. As you escaped, you locked the warlock inside by blocking the door to his office with heavy crates. Now, you're standing in the hall just outside the warlock's office. The muffled curses of the trapped warlock echo behind you. You prepare to jog across the hall in three, two, one, go. You jog through the hall, headed back the way you came. One, two, one, two. As you pass over the huge chalk illustration on the floor, you try not to step on any of the white lines. All those ancient runes give you the creeps. You hear a muffled cry from the warlock's office. You think you can escape? Fool! Green light wisps across the floor and skeletal arms shoot out from the flagstones, grabbing at your legs. You prepare to move to high knees to keep away from their grip. Three, two, one, go. The arms grab at your feet, but you keep raising your knees high. One, two, one, two. Each time you lift your knees, you feel skeletal hands brush against the sole of your boot. Your satchel bounces against your hip and you feel the weight of the gym as it swings. It feels like it's worth a fortune but you won't be able to sell it if you're dead. A bony hand finally grabs your boot. You're wrenched to the floor in three, two, one, break. The hands pull you to the floor and you thump onto your back. The gem tinkles against the flagstone inside your satchel and the reaction from the skeletal hands is almost immediate. More hands rise from the floor and reach for the source of the sound, grabbing for your bag. You yank your satchel free from their bony clutches and clasp it against your chest. Then prepare to perform Russian twists to shake the skeletal hands loose. Three, two, one, go. You begin Russian twists, turning left and right as you pull out of the grip of the skeleton hands. One, two, one, two. One hand grabs your sleeve, and you see wisps of green light between the bones, drifting across the rotten fingers like mist. It grips so tight that when you twist, the bones collapse into pieces and release little puffs of green light. 15 seconds far behind you, you hear the warlocks screaming in rage. As soon as I have my beard out of this door, I'll rip you in half. You keep your rhythm steady and free yourself from the last few hands in three, two, one, break. You pull yourself free from the last hands and jump to your feet. Then prepare to sprint across the hall and away. Three, two, one, go. You sprint fast and hard, one, two, one, two, All your focus is on the door at the end of the large hall. You hear wood crashing behind you and you glance back. The skeletal hands are tearing at the crates you used to trap the warlock. Wooden planks shatter and the warlock appears from his office, his beard kinked and alight with green magic. Get that little rat, he shrieks. You wrench the door open and dart through in three, two, one, break. You slam the door behind you and quickly grab a brazier off the wall, jamming it against the door to hold it shut. You're back in the lavish hallway you followed the warlock through earlier, except this time you're not up in the rafters. The stairway that brought you here is 100 yards away. Skeleton hands rise up and pull you to the floor. You prepare to use Russian twists to get free in three, two, one, go. You twist to pull free of the hands. One, two, one, two. The undead hands seem weaker now that you're further away from the warlock. They grab your fingers and try to break your grip so they can get at the gym. You keep the satchel clutched to your chest as you twist. 20 seconds, you're almost free now. A bony finger snaps as you twist left, right. A wail echoes through the halls. There's no mistaking the cry of the bone golem. The loud sound sends chills down your spine. The last of the hands fall away and you prepare to sprint back to the stairway. In three, two, one, go. You sprint hard, pumping your arms and keeping your footsteps light. One, two, one, two. All your attention is on the doorway to the stairwell. Your boots slap against the flagstone, echoing off the walls. You keep waiting for goblins to rush out of the side passages, but you're alone. 10 seconds, you hear another wail behind you. If that bone golem catches up, you'll be in for a real fight. The stairwell is just ahead. You reach it in three, Two, one, break. You slam through the door and into the small chamber with the wooden chest and the stairs leading down into the dark. As you take a drink, you hear muffled snores of the unconscious goblin coming from the chest. The echo of wood splintering, followed by the bone golem's wail, carries down the hallway. It seems like barring the last door slowed it down. There's a heavy wooden bar nearby. You prepare to use sumo squats to lift it and block the door. Three, two, one, Go. You sumo squat low with your feet spread wide and lift the bar. One and two. One and two. It's heavy and keeps slipping out of your hands, so you have to keep squatting to get it into position. With every squat, you get the bar a little higher. You can hear the heavy crunch of bony footfalls on the other side of the door as the bone golem races towards you. The bar is halfway into position now 30 seconds. You keep squatting. Your legs are burning and sweat is running down your face, but you're almost there. You make sure to keep your back straight. Every sumo squat brings the bar an inch closer to blocking the door. As the footsteps grow close, you see an unnatural green light glowing around the edges of the door. It seems to creep beneath the door like mist and twine around the wood. The bar slides into position in three, two, one, break. You catch your breath and take a drink of water. Seconds later, something heavy slams against the door with a boom. The Bone Golem shrieks in rage on the other side. There's another boom as the Bone Golem slams against the door again. You see the door bow inward and cracks forming through the wooden bar. You turn and prepare to sprint down the winding stairs to put a safe distance between you and the Bone Golem. Three, two, one, go. You sprint down the stairs as fast as you can. One, two, one, two. The golem's roars fade into the distance, but you know it won't take much for it to catch up. You pump your arms and keep your footsteps light as the stairs wind around and around, carrying you back away from the monstrosity behind you. 10 seconds. Your new boots slap against the stone, sending echoes racing around the stairwell. There's a landing up ahead, almost there. Three, two, one, break. You reach the landing. As you take a drink, you hear a crunch from above, followed by wood shattering. Chills run down your spine as the golem's wail echoes off the stone. That's not the only problem. Not one, but two stairways lead down from this landing. You were so focused on chasing that goblin on the way up that you never noticed. You mutter a prayer to the god of thieves, choose a path at random, and sprint. Three, two, one, go. You sprint down the stairs, one, two, one, two. Your feet barely touch the floor as tapestries and stone walls whiz past you. By the spires, you hate magic. Why can't dead things just stay dead? 15 seconds. The stairs twist left, then right. You don't remember that from your journey up. The air feels clammy, and the lanterns hanging from the walls give off an eerie glow. Your heart pounds in your chest as another landing comes into view. Three, two, one, break. You catch your breath on the next landing, before you are another two archways leading to another two sets of stairs. This can't be the right way. Thanks a lot, thief god. The clattering of bones reverberates off the walls. The bone golem is growing closer. You can't risk backtracking now. You close your eyes and point in a random direction, hoping the god of thieves is paying attention this time. Then you open your eyes and prepare to sprint in three, two, one, go. You sprint down the stairs, one, two, one, two, pushing with all the energy you have left. You hear claws scrape on stone just behind you, but you stay focused. Turning to look behind you would only slow you down. 15 seconds. You round a bend and see the stairs stop at a heavy metal door just a dozen yards ahead. The door is open an inch, and you see torchlight flickering on the other side. Five, four, three, two, one, break. You dash through the door and push it closed then slam home every lock-looking thing you can see. You take a drink. Footsteps approach on the other side of the door, followed by a thud and a wail of frustration. No way that golem can get through now. You turn. You're in a tall stone chamber. The walls are lined with wooden shelves groaning beneath the weight of thick oak barrels. You also spot a ladder a yard to your left, leading up hundreds of feet into a hatch in the ceiling. Six goblins carrying heavy clubs stand at the other end of the room, All eyes are fixed on you. One goblin raises its club and screeches, and the others erupt into a chorus of high-pitched war cries. They scramble over each other as they rush towards you, already swinging their clubs. The odds are against you. You move to the ladder and prepare to use ladder climbs to ascend in three, two, one, go. You climb the ladder, one, two, one, two, lifting your hands and knees alternately. The goblins swarm around the base of the ladder and swing their tools at your feet, but you're already out of reach. You look up. The hatch is a tiny square far above you. 10 seconds. You're approaching a wooden shelf a few feet above where you can lie down, catch your breath, and hopefully get rid of some of these goblins. Three, two, one, break. You tumble onto the wooden shelf and look down. Several goblins are rummaging through barrels and pulling out crossbows. Others are already scurrying up the ladder. You lie on your back on the shelf with your feet towards the ladder. Then prepare to fend the goblins off with flutter kicks in three, two, one, go. You begin flutter kicks, keeping your core tight. One, two, one, two. You hear the ladder shake, and then a goblin's head pops into view over the edge of the shelf. It leers at you just as your boots thud down on its forehead. 15 seconds, it screeches and loses its grip tumbling down the ladder and taking its buddies with it. With the ladder clear, you prepare to jump to your feet and switch to ladder climbs. Three, two, one, go. You climb the ladder as fast as you can. One, two, one, two. Putting distance between yourself and your pursuers. Down below, the goblins are all trying to climb up at once, shoving each other in their eagerness to be the first to catch you. 15 seconds. The creak of several crossbow strings being drawn echoes around the room. You need to get out of sight. There's another wooden shelf just above you where you can hide, and you reach it in three, two, one, break. You clamber onto the ledge just in time to hear a chorus of crossbows twang. Bolts slam into the shelf all around you. The ladder shakes again, followed by excited shrieking. The goblins are in pursuit. As the noises grow closer, you lie down and prepare to fight them off with flutter kicks. Three, two, one, go. You begin flutter kicks, one, two, one, two. You see little clawed hands appear over the lip of the shelf, followed by a beady-eyed goblin's face. It screeches and swipes its club upward at your feet, but your legs are moving too much for it to land a hit. You kick the club and it rebounds, smashing the goblin in the nose. The goblin screams and tumbles off the ladder. You prepare to jump up and switch to ladder climbs. Three, two, one, go. It's the final stretch. You ladder climb fast up and away from the massive shouts now far behind you. One, two, one, two. Crossbows thwang and you hear the angry shrieks of goblins as their shots ricochet off the stone. 15 seconds. You look up and see faint light glowing around the edges of the hatch. You don't know what's on the other side, but anything's better than being trapped. Almost there now. You reach the hatch and shove it open in three, two, one, break. You climb out of the hatch into a small, dimly lit room. The sounds of angry, shrieking pursuit is only seconds behind you. As the silhouette of a goblin appears over the lip of the hatch, you prepare to drop down on your back and begin flutter kicks. Three, two, one, go. You begin your flutter kicks. One, two, one, two. The silhouette resolves into a goblin wearing a dented helmet and carrying a club. It half clambers out of the hole and into your barrage of kicks. 20 seconds. You keep your core tight as you kick out. The goblin screeches, the club flying from its hands. Just a few more kicks. Your boot thonks squarely on its helmet and it tumbles back down the ladder, taking its buddies with it. Five, four, three two, one, break. You leap up and slam the hatch shut before looking around. You're standing in a dimly lit office with a single door in the far wall and a desk in the center, just a few feet away. You hear shouting coming from the hatch you just climbed out of. You don't have much time before the goblins swarm into this office. There's no lock on the hatch, but the ornate desk nearby looks heavy enough to get the job done, assuming you can move it in time. You scramble to the desk Get a grip and prepare to shove the desk into place with squat walks. Three, two, one, go. You begin to squat walk and push the desk toward the hatch. One, and two. One, and two. The desk is heavy, like it was carved out of a solid tree trunk. Too heavy for the goblins to push aside, you hope. Your legs are burning, but you're a quarter way there already. You focus on keeping your back straight and your core tight as you squat walk. You hear excited screeching and then thunk, thunk, thunk as a barrage of crossbow bolts smash into the hatch from below. The desk suddenly catches and jerks to a stop. You keep pushing, but it refuses to budge. Five, four, three, two, one, break. You stand and take a quick drink as you find out what's blocking the desk. You see that the club that the goblin dropped has rolled across the floor and jammed against the leg. You kick it out of the way and prepare to resume squat walks in five, four, three, two, one, go. You push the desk toward the hatch with squat walks. One and two. One and two. Every muscle is burning, but you know you can't take on all those goblins at once. Over the lip of the desk, you see the hatch vibrate and shift like little claws are scrambling at its underside. You can't imagine all those crossbow bolts made it easy to open now. 15 seconds, you hear the chattering of goblins growing louder and more excited. Just as the hatch begins to raise, you shove the desk into position. The hatch slams up, but barely opens an inch before hitting the bottom of the desk. Three, two, one, break. You take a drink of water, as the hatch rattles uselessly, you step through the door at the back of the room. Beyond is the familiar fire-lit central chamber, where this whole adventure started. You see three braziers burning around three deep pits, arranged around the rune-covered altar in the center. All you have to do is climb back to that little chimney. As you wander towards the altar, you hear Grizzman's raspy voice echo from behind a brazier. Did you really think you could steal my gem scales so easily? Skeletal hands shoot out of the floor and drag you down onto hands and knees. Bone golems are a useful creation. As long as there are enough bones for a host body, they can appear anywhere. You look up to see the towering form of the bone golem step from the shadows. It's fused with the bones of bats and rodents and at its head the goat skull from Grisomin's staff. It roars and charges towards you, dragging a huge scythe-like arm that rips up the stone behind it. You prepare to plank walk to the left to avoid the golem's attack. Three, two, one, go. You plank walk to the left as the golem barrels towards you. One and two, one and two. The skeletal hands pull against you as you look around for something to hide behind. The altar is too far away, but there's a huge stone brazier 20 feet to your left. Rizamon cackles as you retreat towards the brazier. There's no escape this time. The golem is approaching fast, its blade striking sparks from the floor. 10 seconds, you're just a few feet away from the base of the stone brazier. As the golem charges towards you, you feel the last of the grabbing hands fall away. Three, two, one, break. You barely manage to get yourself behind the brazier before the golem crunches into the heavy stone. The whole brazier shakes with the impact. Bones splinter and crack, and the golem staggers back, wailing. You stand up and see a flicker of movement in the corner of your eye. You dodge just in time to avoid a blade whizzing past your face. Grissiman sneers. I'll gut you one way or the other. You prepare to begin punches in three, two, one. Go. You rush at the warlock and begin straight punches. One, two, one, two. He slashes at you with surprising speed and scores a shallow cut across your forearm. 20 seconds. You keep punching hard and fast, remembering to pull your fists back to protect your face. The warlock lashes out again. The blade hums past your ear. You hit him in the shoulder, the chest, and finally, a shot in the jaw. The warlock stumbles back, dropping the knife. Three. Two, one, break. The warlock's knife bounces down one of the huge pits in the stone floor. Grisamond curses and raises his hands. Eldric light erupts from his sleeves, and you instantly feel bony fingers grab you and drag you down into your hands and knees. You're beginning to vex me, Grisamond hisses. You see the bone golem staggering to its feet towards you. You spot the next brazier to your right and prepare to plank walk toward it. Three, two, One, go. You plank walk to your right, headed for the safety of the brazier while fighting the grip of the skeletal hands. One and two, one and two. The bone golem charges toward you. You see cracks in its ribs sizzling with magical light, but they don't seem to slow it down. 20 seconds. You see Grismond keeping just out of the firelight, clutching his jaw as you inch behind the brazier. A second later, the golem booms into the stone, hard enough to split the brazier. The monster wails as it rebounds. You shake the last skeletal arm free, then prepare to jump up and punch Grisman's lights out. Three, two, one, go. You raise your fists and force the warlock back with fast punches. One, two, one, two. Scum, the warlock growls and begins throwing bony haymakers. You shuffle backwards as you punch, barely managing to dodge. He presses his attack, stepping forward and trying to push you towards one of the large pits in the floor. 10 seconds, you dodge a wild swing and punch Grisomid between the eyes. The warlock stumbles back, holding his forehead and cursing. Three, two, one, break. The warlock drops to the floor. He snarls at you through his split lips. You can't stop us summoning Vostok the Devourer. Not even an army can hold him back. By this time tomorrow, all will bow to us. He raises his arms, and in a moment, the skeletal hands below you return, pulling you onto your front in a plank position. They begin dragging you relentlessly towards a huge stone pit. You prepare to pull to your left using a plank walk. Three, two, one, go. The hands pull you hard towards the pit, doing their best to resist your left plank walk. One and two, one and two. You hear the clicking of bones as the golem reemerges from the last brazier. Its robes are alight with fire, and the golem blazes like a candle as it charges towards you. Twenty seconds. You pull free of the last skeletal hands and duck behind the brazier just as the golem crunches into the stone. Die, rat! You don't have time to catch your breath before the warlock sinks a savage kick into your side. You prepare to jump up and switch to punches in three, two, one, Go! You punch out, one, two, one, two, the warlock snarls and lashes out, clawing at your neck. You worm! You punch Grisomund in the side, you feel something metallic below shift and the skulls hanging on his belt bonk on the floor, along with the clatter of his key ring. 25 seconds! The warlock staggers back as you continue punching, you see one of the huge pits yawning a few feet behind him. Worm! He cries. I'll crush you. He raises his hands and green light begins to boil beneath your feet. You land a final flurry of punches. The warlock takes a step back towards the pit. Three, two, one, done. Grizzman's foot lands on nothing. For a moment, he teeters on the edge of the pit. Then he shoots out a hand and grabs your shirt. The two of you pull back and forth, barely balanced on the edge. Grisomind snarls. I'll take you down with me. Then you hear a faint ripping sound, and you fall back onto your butt, suddenly released. Grisomind tumbles into the pit, clutching a little square of fabric. A wail echoes around the chamber as Grisomind vanishes into the dark. You see the golem by the stone brazier. It staggers and crumbles to the floor in a smoldering pile of bone. The green magical light flickers and fades. You take a deep breath. It's finally over. All that's left is to leave the temple, get back to civilization, and sell the stone. You look at the gem you stole, then up at the snake statues around the chamber walls. The familiar chill you get when you're about to lose all your money at cards settles deep into your bones. Magic and madness are like noblemen and corruption, never far away from one another. It makes sense that the warlock would be trying to summon an all-powerful destroyer, and there won't be a world left to buy your loot if you don't stop the warlock's insane ritual. Spires, you hate, hate, hate magic. You look at the keys scattered around your feet, then at the many doorways around the outside of the huge chamber. Then you make a decision. It looks like you're going on an adventure. End of chapter four. Hi, Adam here. Thanks for listening to this chapter. If you like it, we'd really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend or gave us a rating. Join us on our Discord at warlocksandworkouts.com/discord, or unlock all chapters and new stuff by becoming a patron at warlocksandworkouts.com/patreon. Narration by Joshua Alt and authoring help by Christopher Ruz. Thanks, and see you next time.